Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Glenn is Talking Man from New York. So let's talk about some of the some of the stories that are happening in the news and around the world. So in business, the biggest story for the past almost two weeks has been Twitter and Elon Musk. Elon Musk, the guy behind Tesla and SpaceX and putting tunnels on the places, uh, wants to buy Twitter, right? He he announced like almost two weeks ago he announced he was the largest uh, shareholder, and he wanted a seat on the board, and he wasn't going to take a seat on the board, and then he wanted to buy the whole thing, and they said no, and now he says he, he has the money to buy, he has the financing, $43 billion in change, and there's been a lot of sort of conversation over this, because there are some people who are eager to see Elon Musk buy Twitter, because they believe Twitter is uh, somehow a champion against the First Amendment and censorship, and there's some people who absolutely would hate to see Elon Musk because they think he's going to allow lots of just bad actors back on the platform, and maybe one particular person who resides in Florida. So there's a lot of, you know, stuff going on uh, involving this issue. And look, I've said this before when it comes to the First Amendment, because this conversation gets really kind of tiresome. That, you know, do people not understand what the First Amendment is about? It's about government restricting your speech. The First Amendment doesn't mean that you can say whatever you want to say whenever you want to say it, and no one ever has anything to, there's never never no response or any kind of consequence for it. Like, that's what, like, I don't understand people who, who want to wrap themselves in this argument. Twitter is an organization, it's their platform. How they decide now, do they do it fairly or unfairly? Maybe that's another issue, but it's their platform, and you decided to, to be on there. And if if you if they feel like you don't meet the terms, then you can't be on there, or they they're gonna restrict what you say. You can say that's unfair, but is it a violation of your First Amendment rights? No. But we have this, so we have so we have people who wrap themselves in this argument, and it just it just tiresome because it's. Just, just dumb. It's anti-intellectual. It's, it's misleading. I don't know if these people are just don't understand what people are talking about, or they're just purposely being misleading. But it's, it gets annoying. This argument. Especially if Elon Musk buy Twitter, is really worth what it, he has a lot of money, right? He's like the richest man in the world. But is that like the best use of his resources? Let's just say you know, like, and and to be honest with you, Twitter. Isn't what it used to be. It used to be really fun. Now it's just like cantankerous and just can be a cesspool sometimes. If you ask my opinion, there's not enough sort of censorship on Twitter, if you want to call it that. There's not enough moderation. There's a lot of just vile stuff that's said. There's a lot of stuff that borders on just just being, you know, that's would usually get people sued. The things that people say about people. Or imply, really, you know, and the fact that people just feel comfortable uh, just saying these things without any kind of restriction or any kind of pause makes me think Twitter needs more moderation, not less moderation. And it kind of baffles me. There had, there's never been a real competitor to Twitter because it's, 
It seems simple, right? It's, a, it's an app where you just write some words, your opinion. Now, of course, it's evolved in more than that. They got spaces and all things like that, but still, it seems, it seems kind of baffling there hasn't been a, any kind of competitor at all to Twitter. They've just owned this market, and they've become sort of, they drive the news now. They drive the news in a way that newspapers used to drive the news back in the day, before the internet. When the, you know, when the New York Times and, you know, other publications, the Washington Post, or here in the New York, the, the tabloids, they would drive the news for that day. And everything was kind of sort of evolved, or excuse me, excuse me, evolved around what they printed. And now, and even with Twitter, sort of, those, those publications still have influence, but it's not what it was. And Twitter really sort of drives what the news is going to be. And people's reactions to what's being, you know, tweeted is what really drives the news of the day. But yeah, so, you know, 40-something billion dollars for Twitter, I don't know. I think there's better use of resources. Not to say that Twitter isn't valuable. I'm just saying, I mean, what? To do what, really? Like, we're going to be people arguing and everything. This is, this is kind of ridiculous to me. And like I said, what the whole free speech argument, the First Amendment thing, get people, are, I think, are, are, are misusing this whole argument. And, pe- and I think this really is about people who get upset because. Sometimes they have consequences for things they say, or there's pushback, or sometimes there's a point where they say, no, you can't say that, and, and if you don't like it, go somewhere else, but no one wants to go anywhere else, you have people saying that, you have people saying if, if Twitter isn't purchased, they're going to leave Twitter, and you have people saying if it is purchased, they're gonna, who knows what's going to happen, I think most of the people are probably going to stay, there's going to be some people who do leave, they say, you know, this is kind of ridiculous. And speaking of the Disney news, CNN Plus is over. The streaming service, which just debuted it, made its debut, is gone already. It's going to be gone by the end of the month. And this started this month. Or was it March, whatever. But anyway, it's gone. And, and really quick, now of course, maybe it has to do with the fact that CNN's parent company, Warner Media was just recently part of a merger with Discovery, which is behind, you know, Discovery Channel and TLC and Travel Channel and the Food Network. So, CNN Plus is gone now for the month. And my first reaction when I first heard that CNN was doing a streaming service that you're going to have to pay extra money for was, why? Like, I didn't understand from the beginning who was the, who was this for? Who was the market for this? And this is a knock against CNN because CNN, look, it's they've been the standard for cable news since their beginning, really. And uh, and as a nerdy news junkie kid, I was obsessed with the idea of CNN and the 24-hour news cable channel and Ted Turner and all that stuff. And and they've shown from the Gulf War in the 90s to right now what's happening in Ukraine with Russia and the invasion. Sorry, Ukraine. That they're the sort of the standard when it comes to like live news and, and especially international news. 
Like, not understanding who was, who was the market for CNN. Who was that desperate for more sort of just some couple of news shows and some documentary type shows and like I didn't know who was it for. I didn't I didn't get it. And and, and I wasn't I'm not surprised that it's being terminated. I just it happened sooner than expected yeah, but it but it just goes goes to show you that a lot of these corporate decisions sometimes it's just people need to have a shiny new toy. Oh look, they have something they have a streaming service and they have a streaming service. Maybe we should have a streaming service too, even though we don't have nothing to stream. Because that people have to, because even executives have to feel like, oh, we're doing something. We don't want to be left out of the party. Now, speaking of streaming services, Netflix. Netflix announced a huge loss of subscribers. Now they're talking about maybe doing like a a, a cheaper ad supported version. Uh, Netflix is going to do some things right now. Why is that? Well, first of all, the, the price keeps going up, but the content quality seems to be going in another direction. Also, there seems to be this these long periods where when you when there's something on Netflix that you like a show, it takes two or even three years for a new season to start. That you don't know when it's going to start. It seems, and you almost forget. Oh yeah, I was a big fan of the show. I didn't know it was back. Even though I did, I just finished watching uh, Russian Doll season two, which I really enjoyed. It's a, if you thought the first season was trippy, this is a, a whole nother level. But I enjoyed Russian Doll season two. But still, Netflix. First of all, they got too much stuff. How how many times have you went to watch something on Netflix and you spent like thirty minutes or even longer than that trying to find something to watch? And when you finally find something that you discover on, then it's like, why did I watch this? They've got so much stuff, and some of it is just, is just there to fill up space, it seems. So maybe they need to, like, cut back on some of it. It's like, so it's just too much stuff. And some of it's like, who's in this? I don't even know who this is. I never heard of this before. And plus, part of Netflix... Part of what's troubling them is they're not the they're not the, the prettiest girl on the block anymore. You've got HBO Max, which has tons of content and stuff that you're familiar with right from the start. It's got they hold all all our intellectual property from Warner and Brothers and all all our places. So they got a whole bunch of stuff. Then you've got, you know, Apple TV has really come on strong. A lot of good stuff on Apple TV. You got, you know, even though Hulu's interface is horrible and it's it's horrible. It's, it's probably worse trying to find stuff on Hulu to watch than it is Netflix, but Hulu has stuff too. And you got Amazon, and you got the free stuff too. You got if you if you're trying to save money, you got all these free services like Tubi and Pluto and everything. So really, what's you know, I'm not surprised that Netflix is is having these issues. But yeah, like maybe delete some of the stuff from the library. But yeah, Netflix is in a fight for against these other services. Now speaking of fights, did you see this uh, video? Mike Tyson punching somebody on an airplane. Apparently, this guy was drunk and he was bothering Mike Tyson, and Mike Tyson couldn't take anymore, and he started punching him. And I guess he was pulling his punches because the guy's still alive. Now, I don't know about you, 
example, if I went on an airplane and Mike Tyson even looked at me the wrong way, forget about throwing a punch. If he even looked at me like he wanted to punch me, I would just jump off the plane. Like, I don't, I don't need a parachute. I don't need, I don't need, just whatever. I'm, I'm just going. Just open the door. I'm out. But apparently this guy, apparently he's intoxicated. Because you would have to be intoxicated to throw up a fight with Mike Tyson. In a, in a, in a, especially in an enclosed place like an airplane. But like I said, I would have just, just opened the door and been gone. And I don't know if there's going to be any legal issues involved in this or whatever, but crazy. And then, here in New York, of course, we are still dealing with... The big story still is crime, and of course it was a week ago we had this horrific incident in Brooklyn in the subway where this, this madman you know, decided, I don't know, turned out, thought he was a Batman villain or something, setting off canisters and shooting at people in the subway, and so he was arrested and convicted of all kinds of bitch, brought up all kinds of issues about safety and you know how to deal with all these issues that we're dealing with here in New York at this time. And there seems to, you know, I mentioned this in the previous episode, there seems to, I don't know what's going on, but a lot of elected officials in this town are not stepping up. Like, they, everyone happened, something happened, and everyone just has those sort of canned response lines. We, we need to come together, we need more of this, we need more of that. Like, why don't you do something? Like, people, people are terrified. People are, people are concerned about their safety. And you hear these stories, and you won't be like, what's going on? Has everyone lost their mind? Is this just, this is just like a psychological impact of the pandemic the past couple of years, where people, like, people, you know, the quarantines and so-called lockdowns, is this, is COVID itself messing with people's brains? Because what is going on? There just seems to be a lot of craziness in the air, extra craziness than usual in New York. You've you've always had craziness and unpredictability and some chaos, but it's just seems to be on another level. Yeah, and just too many guns, and and I think there's a a Supreme Court case that might strike down New York's gun law, which may might be like who knows that who knows what that means as far as there being more people with guns in New York. It really is going to be the old west. And the way the subways run, hey, riding by a horse might be more efficient. Now, across the river in good old New Jersey, legal marijuana, right? You can go to the uh, you know, dispensaries and places and buy marijuana in New Jersey. And they're going to get high and then go to their favorite diners and everything. And, and there's a lot of excitement about sort of the prohibitions lifting against marijuana and some some people smoking and some people, the businesses, the cannabis-related businesses that are going to open up. My biggest pet peeve with marijuana is it smells horrible. I've said this before on the podcast. It's horrible. St. Charles cancer scientists just engineer, you know, marijuana that smells like flowers or lilac or something or lavender or you know vanilla bean like what and and the fact is 
that because the prohibition has been lifting, more people are comfortable smoking in anywhere and everywhere. There are people who are smoking in the subway now. Even though you can't smoke anything. You can't smoke tobacco. You can't smoke anything. But the people, a lot of people are still comfortable smoking marijuana in subways now. And it's kind of like, hey, you know, and like, even people, I see people driving. You can smell the whiff of smoke coming from their cars. It's like, that's, you know, that's illegal, right? And, and you know, people are going to get arrested and be like, but, but I didn't break any laws. And I'm like, yes, you did, you, you dummy. Were you too high that you didn't read all the law, the fine print of what you could do, what you couldn't do? So it's going to be interesting uh, how this all sort of plays out. I think New York is sort of kind of behind. What else is new? New York State is being behind and trying to get stuff up and running when it comes to stuff like this. But it's really um, just, it's going to be very interesting to see what, um, how we move forward uh, in this way. And of course, you know, these are streaming services. One One of the really popular streaming services, Disney Plus. And of course, Disney, the Walt Disney Company, is in a bit of a pickle uh, because of this kind of a battle with the state of Florida and start over this don't say gay bill. And then the governor of Florida was like, I want revenge against Disney. He puts on his best, like, evil, you know, Disney queen routine. And like, I'm going after Disney. And like, I'm going to take away their tax, special tax and government status and this might mean more taxes for people in Florida which is uh, hey you know who knows I don't live there but it is we live in we just live in really uncertain times politically just socially everything feels like it's up for grabs right nothing feels really that stable so you're going back to where we started we talking about Twitter and Elon Musk and like why does the world's richest man want us to hide this platform? Is it because he wants to control in the name of free speech? Is it really about controlling people's opinions? Is it just really about free speech? Is it about free expression to let everything fly? Um, who knows? And 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 and, and this it does become this sort of sort of free fire environment which is not that far from it now, but for those that want to be even more open, does that turn people off? Not just regular users, but major companies and advertisers who say, hey, it might not be for us. If, if you remember a couple of years ago, Disney considered buying Twitter, and they changed their mind. I think Bob Iger, the CEO at the time, said, you know what, it's too much of a, it's not for us. It's too much negativity and too much stuff going on there. We, not, we don't want nothing to do with it. And Twitter, the executives, they made a, a conscious decision to try to clean it up, to make it a more suitable environment for advertisers, to make it a more suitable place where people didn't even run off from it. So they're going to go back to being something, you know, that caused the company to say, you know what, we don't want that. Or people are going to say, we don't want that. And, you know, it, hey, if someone wants to build another competitor for it, that'd be great. Or, hey, maybe I'll do it, right? Hey, maybe I'll come up with a for Twitter and make a couple billion dollars, you know. So, on that note, I want to thank you for listening. You can find me actually on Twitter for now. 
who knows, at Glenn Priceman, that's the only pin, Priceman pins, I'm also on Instagram, at Glenn Priceman, same thing, the only pin, Priceman pins, you can email me, podcast at manglenn.com, you can find out the podcast, know it's another deal, many pins, many pins, and if you would like to support the podcast, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash manglenn, or you can hit me up on Venmo at manglenn, all that is in the podcast notes, thank you for listening. Take care of yourself.